what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Spirit Filled Real Talk podcast. We're going to talk today about shifting your vibe, shifting your vibe. So I want you to think about what a vibe is, right? It's sometimes trendy language, but I want you to think about what a vibe is. You know, just think about what comes to mind when you think about vibes. What do you think? (laughs) I am going to pull some definitions too to see if this changes what is coming up for you. But a vibe is a person's emotional state or the atmosphere of a place as communicated to and felt by others. So something they have written here, which is funny, is a lot of moody people give off bad vibes. (laughs) So accurate that you didn't hear that from me, right? So a vibe also can be an atmosphere, it can be energy, it could be ambience, it could be a feeling, it could be an environment, it could be a quality, but it really has a huge impact. And if you think about it, we are very sensory being. In the physical, we have five senses, right? So that's how we really relate with the world, relate with other people, relate with ourselves by what we can see, what we can smell, what we can taste, what we touch, right? What we hear, all of those things, we're we're capturing a ton of information all of the time, okay? So a Merriam-Webster definition is a feeling that someone or something gives you, you know, aka, I got a weird vibe, (laughs) a distinctive feeling or quality capable of being sensed. The place has a good or bad vibe. So you might hear that about a restaurant or a venue of some kind. Uh, Let me see if there's anything else. To be in harmony, really interesting to convey a sense of place or a feeling. So you get the idea. It's an atmosphere, it's an energy, it's a sense. It's something that we are perceiving and feeling. So why is that a big deal? That's a big deal because that's a majority of what we're picking up every day. And also, it's something that we can't actually see, right? It's something that we feel, it's something that we're experiencing, but we can't necessarily see it. There's not like a tangible presence to it. It's very intangible, but it's a way that we really show up in life. So it's super important to know about vibes, okay? Vibes matter. Now, side note, some of you may know, if you're totally new, you probably don't know, but I've been coaching for a long time. I remember that I was super intimidated even to pursue coaching, although I felt so led to do so. I was so intimidated to do it because it wasn't a thing, 
like nobody nobody talked about it nobody wanted to be a coach it wasn't a profession it didn't have a good reputation connected to it you didn't go and get a degree for it it was just not something that you do it actually was frowned upon from where i come from so that was very intimidating for me However, back in the day, talking 2009, I ended up going through a professional coaching program and also the graduate school level of that because there was such a thing <laughs> and launched a life coaching practice. And it was originally called Vibes Matter because how you think affects how you feel gives you a vibe, and that affects how you show up in the world. So what I am believing affects how I'm feeling, and it affects how I show up in the world. What I do, how I operate, the habits I have, all of the things, right? It's all starting in how I think, and then how I feel about it, and how I show up in the world. So, big deal. Now, I joke that I got self-checked by God, <laughs> and it was basically... Vibes do matter, but my vibes matter over all of them. My vibes are what you really want to pay attention to, tune into, align with, live from, really know and understand by personal experience. God's vibes matter. So if you ever wonder, that's where that came from, a self-check by God, <laughs> right? I shouldn't be too concerned by all of this extra information that we could potentially be picking up all the time, right? But what I should be focused on is God. God, 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 right? So who is God? What does this word say? What is the truth? What is God's presence like, right? How do I know if I'm aligning with God or not? How do I know by personal experience if I'm experiencing God's love? How am I being led with God, by God? How do I know if God is speaking to me? How am I perceiving God in my life? God's vibes matter. Now, this became a, a mantra for me, if you will, a reminder, a self-check, because that's what I needed to pay attention to. I was so good, like people-pleasing good, at knowing and anticipating the needs of other people and even like thinking for them, right? So good at that. I was a master at meeting people's needs and making sure that they were good, right? But when it came to me, I was like, mm, crickets, right? Or... Coming from a very unhealthy codependent upbringing for different reasons, I really learned a lot of unhealthy things and not how to set boundaries and not how to manage energy well and energetic boundaries well. Not even just like real physical boundaries, but energetic boundaries, which are, are big, right? And how to be an advocate for myself, how to nurture myself, care for myself. Didn't, didn't learn these things, right? So God's Vibes Matter was really helping me become detached from all the things that I had been unhealthy, unhealthily attached to. I had unhealthy attachments with. It helped me to detangle from any weird soul ties that I had, right? And these aren't always intimate, right? These could just be different dynamics that create a soul tie, okay? And really just start cleaning up and purifying my thought life, stabilizing my emotions, purifying my heart, all the stuff that I try to do with self-help, <laughs> with, you know, yoga, with many different things. I basically was trying to manufacture peace or create that for myself, not knowing what I had access to or the inheritance that a child of God is given, right? Just didn't even know, right? So God's Vibes Matter is a journey and a path to really learning who is God, 
Who am I in God? Who did he put me on this earth to be? How do I know if my energy is aligned with God? How do I actively renew my mind so that I can walk out the newness of life that he promises and really be a kingdom influencer and ambassador on this earth? How do I do that? Right? So it's an invitation to explore what that looks like and practice that every day. Needless to say, I'm obsessed. And I can tell you point blank, God's vibes absolutely do matter. And righteousness, peace, and joy are where it's at. So if your thoughts don't align with that, they're probably not from God. And if you ain't feeling that, you probably need to connect with God. (laughs) And if you need some healing and deliverance, it's coming from God, right? So fun little backstory, but hopefully that's helpful when you think about a vibe and when you hear people talk about vibes. Just think about that. Pay attention to that. What are they picking up on? Because a lot of what people think about you, the impression that they get from you, again, that's a feeling They make that all up on their own by how you present yourself and the energy that you're carrying, the presence that you bring. Like when you walk into the room, what happens? It's almost like body odor. (laughs) Track with me on this, right? When somebody has really bad body odor, you're like, like I need to remove myself out of this environment, right? But when somebody has a good, this happened the other day. Uh, a friend of mine was asking me what perfume I was wearing. She's like, it it smells like heaven just walked in here. Like, what are you wearing? (laughs) Which is so great, right? But when you have a beautiful perfume-like scent, right, people are drawn to that. And it's the same with our energy, right? Now, this is not energetic shaming. That is actually a thing. So we're not here to monitor other people's energy. I mean, you can pick up a lot of great information for you, which can inform you, and how you set up boundaries, right? But we're not here to tell people what to do, good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just information to help you show up differently. It's it's really a tool for you to pay attention to because, again, there's so much information available that we often overlook, okay? So just think about that. If you were to talk to five people that are connected to you, how would they describe your vibe? How would they describe your vibe? Now, for example, for me, I don't want an anxious vibe. I don't want a worried vibe. I don't want a fearful vibe. I don't want a stressed out, burned out, busy vibe. I don't want a careless vibe. I don't want a weak vibe. I don't want a frustrated, angry vibe. I don't want a messy vibe, right? Like, I don't want that because I personally know by personal experience, firsthand experience, It really is hurtful when people aren't uh, caring for you well, right? Or they just throw mess onto you. That's really, really hurtful over time if that's how somebody really wants to relate with you. However, it is entirely up to you to change the dynamic of that relationship. And you can't do that if you're not aware of some of these things that I'm going to share today. Okay, so... Let's go into this. I wanted to pull some scripture on just change in general, okay? So if you want to think about some verses, here are a few. First one, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. 
exclamation point, right? So this is really exciting to me personally. Every day, God's mercies are new every day. So every day I can be living out of a new vibe, a fresh vibe, a new powerful vibe that God fills me with. And you can start by saying, God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. God, help me to powerfully operate in your gifts today, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, patience, meekness, long-suffering, kindness, self-control, right? Like help other people read you when they see me, right? Love that. Okay, so just think about that as a thought. If you are a believer, right, and likely if you're listening to this podcast, it you are, <laughs> you know, but that being said, if people can't read you and see Jesus, there's likely something going on with your theology and how you're showing up in the world. And I can say this from a place of just humility, right? This is what I think about. Can people see Jesus when they read my vibe, right? And how I'm thinking and what I'm feeling and how I'm showing up in the world and what I speak and how I treat other people. Like, are they reading Jesus or are they seeing something else? Huge self-check. That'll shift your vibe real quick if you let that sink in, right? And a lot of times, we want to camouflage what's going on on the inside. We, we are the best shapeshifters, hiders, secret keepers, all the things. We don't want people to see who we are. We want them to see a manufactured version of ourselves because we inherently know there's some things that we need to look at and we're not doing it. So we'd rather camouflage it, right? With all of this gifting and talent and hustle, right? Look how awesome I am. Well, if you actually looked within, you would actually know how awesome you are and you have nothing to prove. And that's where this sense of peace and calm actually comes from. Calm comes from not having anything to prove and living out of the power of God and being really inspired in his spirit to do things in the world. Not because you have to prove anything, but because that's who you are, right? You're a, a solutionist. You are somebody that takes on challenges because that's who you are. You don't have anything to prove. It's just, how is God showing up today and how can I partner with that? Tracking with me? So super powerful. There's something beautiful and new to look forward to every day. Okay. Another one, 2 Peter 2, 9. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Okay. So this is beautiful because repentance is turning from a thing. It's not just saying, sorry, 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 I did it again. Oh my God. Right. But it's actually turning from a thing and walking in the newness of life that God has already given you. Right. It's letting what Jesus has done for you be enough and not continuing to keep in a place of survival and suffering. You don't have to live there. Right. And God isn't slow in keeping his promise. He's very patient with us. Other people might not always be when we make mistakes and things, but God isn't looking at us like, again, really? right? Like people might do that, but God isn't doing that. And really what he's wanting us to do is trust in his goodness, trust in his power operating in and through us, trust in his good plans, catch up with everything that he's already laid out for us. Okay. And then lastly, there's so many of these, but lastly, Ecclesiastes 3.1, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And I love this because sometimes I might get a prophetic word 
okay? I might get an impression. It might be backed by God's word. It might be reinforced by other people speaking that over me. And I'll be like amped and super excited because I'm like, yes, this is God speaking and it's awesome, right? But that might be for like five years down the line, okay? So what do I do in the meantime? right? What helps is knowing that there's a time and season for everything. And then I can get to this place of, okay, if God is showing me that and preparing me for that, what does right now look like? How do I prepare for all the good things that he has planned and that he is showing me now? Because if I can stay ready and get prepared, then I can step into that fully and be so magnetized by what that experience becomes, right? So for example, let's say that you want to be married and you're seeing everybody around you get married and they're getting engaged and they're having these ceremonies and they're celebrating. Number one, can you celebrate other people without feeling some kind of way? Because that's that's revealing something in your heart. Number two, do you really believe and know that you're ready for marriage? Because a ceremony is one thing, but are you the person that is thinking about becoming the ideal husband or wife, right? Like the the husband or wife that God created you to be. Let me clarify that, right? Is that what you're praying for? Or are you just praying for God to bring you a mate or a spouse, right? Because if you bring the same you into that relationship, you might not like what starts to play out. (laughs) You want some preparation. You want to know that you're ready before you step into something blind, right? And so God's preparation for that is a blessing. So sometimes it's the most beautiful thing that it takes years before you actually step into that so that you know that you know that you're ready and that you don't hurt somebody else in what you're still navigating and healing and working through, right? Like you have to be your own full whole human with God before really God would connect you to somebody else, right? So that's just an example, but you get the point, okay? So today, I'm going to walk through just a simple exercise that you can practice to shift your vibe. This doesn't have to be, I know a lot of people say like energy and woo woo and all the things I'm like, but everything is supernatural. So if you start to think like that, I would rather live more supernatural than natural, right? Because I want to be a kingdom ambassador, meaning I want to release heaven on earth. I can't do that if I'm all caught up in earth. Tracking? So... (laughs) It's all supernatural and it's all energy and it all does matter. And you really want to start investing in your spiritual life and in your spiritual development and maturity. Huge. Changes everything. Okay? All right. So if you want to move, and I'm trusting that you do if you've made it this far, if you want to move into the land of kingdom solutions, into the realm of kingdom solutions, you got to understand this. Okay? Our problems live on one level or one frequency and solutions live on another. So often we experience problems on earth, right? And our solutions are in heaven. So we want to actively partner with heaven to release solutions on earth. And this isn't a crazy thing, right? Like the Holy Spirit is our power. We can talk to Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit doesn't get any closer than living on the inside of us. So we can be asking God, angels, heavenly support for support every day and for wisdom and for guidance every day. Do we? That's a different story. Okay, so here is a simple process or flow to simplify this 
and help you shift your vibe. Okay. Number one, what we tend to do is, oh my God, there's a problem. I can't believe this is a problem. This is a huge problem. And if it turns into this, then it's going to be an even bigger problem. And if it turns into an even bigger problem, then I don't know how I'm going to solve it. And like, we go crazy. Monkey mind is what I call that. Okay. We need to create space between ourselves and the perceived problem. Because what we're doing here is we're making the problem bigger than our God. Okay. And we're making whatever we're looking at way bigger which means we have no room to invite a solution in and be a receiver of whatever God wants us to give us to release into that situation. Okay. So for example, if you believe that I'm resourceful, I'm efficient, I am a solutionist, (laughs) I am full of heavenly solutions, I am an answer, you will approach a situation differently. So number one, stop thinking about the problem. Now this doesn't have to be ignoring things that are happening, but you can take 10. Okay. I would say take five, but some, sometimes there's things that take more than five minutes. Okay. So take 10, stop thinking about the problem. Number two, in this 10 minutes or whatever amount of time you allot for yourself, do something to raise your vibe. All right. So I'll give you some ideas. Number one, If you are somebody that likes talking to God, talk to God. (laughs) This doesn't have to be deep. Just like you would text somebody, just like you would phone a friend, (laughs) just like you would vent to a friend, call on God. Talk to God. Go walk around your office. Go rock around the neighborhood. Talk to God. You can put on some worship music, okay? You can meditate on the word, right? If you have faith that you're going to hear a word from God and trust Holy Spirit to guide you to the word that you need, he will, right? Take some deep breaths. I like to call them like balloon breathing where you literally breathe out, literally like slow, like, and you hold it in for three and then you release for three. And it's a balloon because you, when you're breathing out, your belly becomes a balloon, okay? So doing several deep breaths like that usually works because what it does is it brings you back out of your head and back present with your body. Super important to do that. You can dance for a second. I love turning on, my personal preference is African worship music. Love it. Full of joy, focusing straight on the Lord, praising the Lord. Lots of ways to dance to that and just shake it out. Super fun. Try it. (laughs) And you can also find something to laugh about or just go out in nature in some kind of way, but do something to raise your vibe. Sometimes I need to get out whatever is in my head onto paper, right? Whatever it happens to be for you, do something to raise your vibe. And again, I'm not talking derail your day and just bail out. I'm saying take 10 minutes. Okay. And then number three, return to the quote unquote problem, asking the Holy Spirit to reframe it in your mind as an opportunity for learning, trusting that the solution already exists because it does. Okay. And then see what's revealed to you. Holy Spirit, when you ask Holy Spirit for an answer and trust that he's going to answer, you're being led, you're being guided, you get an idea. You know, maybe you put somebody on your heart to call, right? But it's super different than getting really anxious and overworked and letting this totally kill your vibe and projecting your mess onto other people, okay? So let me just go through these 
ways to shift your vibe, like real quick in a scenario, right? When your kid is going crazy, when there's something going on with your partner, when something comes up at work and wants to distract you, when the enemy tries to like stick a thought in your head or remind you of some problem that you thought was no longer a problem, there's numerous ways every day that we have opportunities to lose it, right? Here's how you can shift your vibe. Knowing that you are a solution carrier, you are a child of God, and that people are reading you all of the time. This doesn't mean hide. This doesn't mean run. This doesn't mean fake it till you make it. This means get real, starting with yourself. Okay? So number one, stop thinking about the problem and create some space. There's a couple that uh, I thought this was hilarious. They ask each other when they notice that they're in a mood, if one of them or the other, whoever seems to be more spicy in the moment, needs a Jesus timeout. <laughs> that wouldn't work for me if I'm in a spicy moment, but sometimes we do just need a timeout. You know, I need a minute, right? But I love that. I love that they do that. Number two, do something to read. Do something to read. Do something to raise your vibe. Could be reading a devotional. Could be answering a deep question. It could be giving praise and thanks to God. It could just be centering into the present moment. It could be going for a walk. It could be talking to God, listening to worship music. There could be so many things. But take, take a minute. I like to say stop, drop, and pray. <laughs> But take a minute, 10 minutes maybe, to get yourself away from the problem and do something, right? Getting away from the problem is not enough. You have to actively tell your soul what you're going to focus on. And your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. So it's going to take some discipline of your will to tell your mind what you're going to focus on. And then you'll start to feel a shift in your emotions, okay? And you'll feel a vibe change, right? Whenever I enter into the presence of God or put my focus back on God, peace comes, okay? And we need to be walking in our shoes of peace, right? Okay, and then lastly, number three, return to the quote-unquote problem that God already had a solution for before there was ever a problem and ask the Holy Spirit to help you reframe it or reveal to you how to show up, how to approach this differently, how to see it differently, how to bring forth a heavenly solution and learn what this does over time as you practice this over and over and over is it helps you to really learn and trust that you're being led, that you're being guided, that you're fully supported, fully and deeply cared for, and then it's all good. And if it's not good yet, it's going to be good. Okay? So this is a, a way to bring forth a kingdom solution in a very practical way. All right? I came across a quote yesterday because the tendency that we want to do when things aren't going well or when things coming up, we want to have a scapegoat or somebody to blame. We want to focus on how other people are making it worse or if this thing didn't happen then I wouldn't have to do you know like we go into like a cray space if we're not careful okay but something to keep in mind I love this quote it is by Rumi I believe yes and it says yesterday I was clever so I wanted to change the world today I am wise so I am changing myself okay so anytime we try to change other people, it's close to control and manipulation. It's a very fine line. And ultimately, we can never change anybody else. And when you accept that, then you'll quickly or you'll be more readily able to get back to a place where you realize, oh, 
maybe my thought about this is the problem. That's not what God thinks, right? Or maybe how I am perceiving this is off. And if I were to perceive it differently, then I would feel differently and show up differently, right? Or maybe I've actually been storing up some resentment or some unforgiveness in my heart, or maybe I'm tapping on some pride or some entitlement, and I got to let that go and repent from that and do something different, right? Which Holy Spirit can help me do. It's not by power or by might, but by the Spirit, which is why God's vibes matter, (laughs) okay? All right, so that quote is brilliant, and it's really important to believe that until we get new tools, we keep recreating dynamics of our past. I'll say it again. Until we get new tools, we keep recreating dynamics of the past. Okay, so it's really important to be able to invest in yourself and invest in your personal development. A lot of times we hear that that's just a luxury, but it's actually a necessity because it affects everything about your life and it affects all of your relationships. And it's wise to renew your mind and take care of your mental health. It's wise to to really know how to care for yourself and to self-soothe and to nurture yourself and pay attention to your emotions. Your emotions are brilliant tools to help you. They're never anything that you need to be ashamed of or hide, right? And there's something that you can listen to and manage and actually feel. That doesn't mean emotions are always right. In fact, sometimes they can be totally illogical, right? But you can still feel them. And through feeling and growing through what you're feeling, there's healing which is super important, which means you're not going to continue to create past patterns. So just as an example, because I know this is deep, and this is sometimes why you need coaching, (laughs) right? But you could have, because of when you were a child, you might have formed some sort of response, emotional response to a situation. It could be a trigger for you, an emotional trigger that triggers an emotion that makes you act out in some kind of way, right? Something happens in your life now, when you're not a child, it can still trigger that emotion and cause you to act some kind of way, which can seem really interesting to somebody experiencing that and not being able to understand why you're showing up that way, right? But if you feel your feeling and you're like, oh, I actually felt that way when I was younger because it felt like I wasn't being cared for or I was being disrespected. And when I felt disrespected, then I started to think this and because I thought that this is why I behave that way. So when you're an adult in a similar situation, you can say, oh, I know that person's heart or intention towards me. They didn't mean that that way. And like that, they actually are having a moment themselves, right? So I don't need to take that on or feel this way or take this out on them. And now I can act and respond to that situation differently. See what I'm saying? So you can actually change your life radically when you actually start feeling your feelings. Huge. And then when you start evaluating what's going on in your heart too, there's a huge amount of freedom and wholeness that you can step into, which will only help you be more authentic in the world as you start really journaling, perhaps, and just witnessing what is going on in your heart and holding space for yourself. So that's what I want to invite you to do today is to hold some space for yourself so that you can sift through what you've been thinking about, you can feel through your feelings, and you can really release whatever has been on your heart. And holding space isn't about 
interjecting your will, your opinions, your beliefs, any of that. It's not about judgment, right? That's all ego. Truly holding space for yourself means to be a lovely witness of whatever is being present. And that's what God does with us. He lovingly is with us. Do not fear. I am with you. I am for you, right? And we can be with ourselves with that kind of presence and that kind of love as well, right? And that's what God teaches us, okay? And then really what that trains you to do is it trains you to create a safe, sacred, judgment-free space where you feel seen, supported, heard, and loved with yourself. And then the more you do that with yourself, the more you're able to do that with other people. And you can shift vibes like crazy, okay? So I just want to encourage you to think about that. Create space. If you can do it today, that's amazing. But if you can't do it today, put it on your calendar. Like block it. Block space in your calendar. Non-negotiable you time. Okay? I'm giving you permission to do that. And hold space for yourself. Bring a journal. Do some deep breathing. Write down what you've been thinking about. Make a list. Write down what's on your heart. Write down what you've been feeling. And just look at it. And process that with God. Let it be there. Witness what's coming up for you. See if there's anything that God wants to reveal to you. Anything that you're going to do with that information. And then ask God to heal. Or guide. Or give you wisdom. Understanding. Knowledge about how to move forward. If if there's anything. Right? Or cast some of these cares on to God. But really be a present witness to whatever is coming up for you and however God is shifting that, changing that, rearranging whatever is going on in your insides and bringing forth change and transformation and the wonderful new in you. Because when the wonderful new happens in you, it can flow out of you into the world. And that is influence. That is impact, okay? And just remember, when you're holding space for other people as well, whether you are a parent, a partner, a leader, whatever realm you find yourself in, a minister, holding space is never about interjecting your will, your opinions, or your belief systems onto another person. Mm -mm. No way. That is all ego. That's all edging God out, okay? To truly hold space for a person means to be a loving witness of their process. And as you can see, unless I change myself first and become a loving witness of myself, there's no way I can do that for somebody else. Mm. Okay, so to create a safe and sacred judgment-free zone where someone feels seen, supported, heard, and loved, that's holding space. And it's one of the most beautiful gifts that you can not only give yourself, but give to other people because that changes things. A lot of times, all we need is to feel seen, heard, valued, supported, cared for. And we can do that not by just slamming our opinions and beliefs onto other people and telling them what to do, but holding space for them. Letting them know you're listening, that you see them, that you're with them, that you support them. That the solution is coming. That they're going to do great. It's going to work out. I'm here for you. Right? So, so powerful. So those are some ways and tools, really. I gave you a tool today that you can use to shift your vibe. I gave you two. I gave you three steps to shift your vibe in any situation. <laughs> and then I gave you a tool to hold space for yourself. Now, next step, create space today for you, non-negotiable you time, or put it on your calendar and make space for you. 
put your phone on airplane mode, remove distractions, because they will come the minute you make a decision, remove all that stuff and have that space for you. And if you aren't currently subscribed to the Juliana Page YouTube channel, literally just go to YouTube, search Juliana Page, subscribe the whole month of November. So we're like, how many days in now? (laughs) 18 days in. So there's 18 videos actually that you can go look at, but I have made a 30 day of change challenge. 30 days of change is what it's called. And there's a new daily practice video every day. So really and truly what that means is you can go to YouTube, you can subscribe so you know when a new video is up, but you can just have it on your calendar to do a video every day, which will guide you into your quiet time. My recommendation is just making space for 15 minutes. So watch this video, maybe 20 minutes and do the exercise or the prompts or just listen and learn whatever it is sharing with you. And you can take these tools into your daily practice time to really help you connect with God and invest in that you time. All right, so go do that if you haven't done that. The other great way to connect with me, and you're going to want to do this because I've got a lot of interesting, fun, exciting things for you to connect to, okay? You're going to want to go to julianapage.com and connect with me over there. I have freebies for you that you can download and grab. Um, I've got a free devotional that I'll send out to you if you subscribe to the podcast. Many great things, but that is the only way that you're going to stay in the know about things that are coming up at the start of next year. So make sure if you don't currently subscribe to the God's Vibes Insider list that you get on it. All right. And I'm not a spammer, so don't worry about that. (laughs) All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.